Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. My name is Cody Sizemore. I am one of your co-hosts. And I'm and Maria the other co-host yes. is Me. Maria <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Glad to be back with you today. Yes, definitely. So, Maria, yes. something happened. Uh-oh. Um, the other day. Okay. And I figured that it would be a good opportunity to... Um, to talk about this with you on the podcast, um, because honestly, it was a pretty eye-opening experience for me. Mm. Um, so I'll just kind of unpack it. Okay. So I have been working with the client now for actually quite a long time. Um, it's it's been almost two years. Okay. Like he was like one of my first clients, um, and he's still with me. And um, he had been doing really, really well with everything for a long time. Okay. Um, but then I think that maybe like either things just kind of got boring or it got repetitive or maybe he got burnt out or was dealing with certain things in his life. Um, anyways, the, the whole point is that like he kind of fell off a little bit and it happened two months in a row. Okay. But which I'm going to very... stop you for a second. When you say fell off, Tell me what you mean by that. He just lost his drive. Okay. But he was still he engaging his... with you? Like he didn't skip he didn't skip yeah, sessions or anything? He was still, no, yeah. He was still engaging with me. Okay. But like he just kind of lost his drive. He lost his passion for it. Okay. Um, and because of that, you know, some of his results that he were he was getting was like not the best either. It was kind of out of character for him. Okay. And you meet um, you meet with him monthly? Yes. At this point, yes. Okay. Go on. Yep. Sorry. So with that being said, um, he kind of expressed to me that like certain things weren't, he didn't feel like certain things weren't working for him anymore uh, regarding like the budgeting process and like the envelope systems and stuff like that. When we talked about it and I was like, okay, like, you know, we had been doing things very consistently and very intentionally for a long time. Mm -hmm. And now he's getting to a point to where it's like, falling off. And we've had these moments here and there before, and we were able to rein it back in, but this one was different than the other ones. I could just tell that he like was not himself. Mm. So I read that and I was like, okay, maybe I'm going to try a little bit of a different approach here. So I kind of took it easy on him and I was like, Hey dude, like no sweat, you know, like just, you don't have to do everything that we've been doing. You know, let's just, let's just try something new. Why don't you just focus on these key areas and the other areas that like we had been doing? Um, let's just put that in the back burner for now and see if that shift helps you. And, it, and he was like, he was pretty receptive to it. He was like, okay, yeah, I think that that might work. Um, let's give it a shot. And I was like, okay, cool. Fast forward to the next meeting. I basically hit him up and I was like, Hey, how's everything going? Are you in a better place? And he goes, honestly, yeah, I'm in a better place, but it's not because of what we did or <laughs> and what you said. And I'm like, okay, well, that's good news. 
uh, how'd you get into a better place? And he goes, I watched Rocky. Mm. <laughs> I was like, ouch. Okay. Rocky is more impactful <laughs> than my coaching. Sounds good. Uh, and see, my mind went to, how can we integrate Rocky into our coaching process? <laughs> yeah. 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 And he was like, dude, I watched Rocky and the ending scene where he's fighting Apollo Creed to where he just keeps getting knocked down and knocked down and keeps getting back up and keeps getting knocked down and keeps getting back up. Mm -hmm. That really inspired me. Mm. And he's, and he kind of like, he kind of actually called me out. He's like, you know, last time we met, you kind of took, you, you almost like took the pressure off me. Um, which at, at the time I appreciated because I thought that's what I needed. Mm -hmm. But after a few weeks, like I found out that that's actually the opposite of what I needed. Mm. And it almost felt like you were giving up on me. Oh. Um, and I didn't, I actually don't appreciate that. And I was like, holy crap. Hard okay. swallow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay, cool. This, uh, this new approach that I've never done before really <laughs> did not work for me. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay, dude, cool. You know, and, and I, I thanked him because I actually really appreciated him being honest with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thanked him and, and we talked about it and, um, you know, I, I just found out that like, Hey, like this, this individual in particular just really does need to have that person to basically be like, Hey dude, like get back up. Rocky. Up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need to suck it up and keep going, mm -hmm. you know, and that's not for everybody, but for this person it, it was, and I just thought it was interesting and I figured that it might be a, a good topic to talk about because I know that I'm not the only person who has dealt with this or oh. will deal with this. Yeah. Right. Well, first and foremost, I wanted to say, damn, kudos to you for helping this individual understand the importance of identifying how that they were feeling and also being able to communicate with that with you because so many people have trouble doing that. And they're just, there's just like, it doesn't, I don't know, it just, it didn't feel right, you know, and then they'll come and they'll blame and, and they'll do all this stuff. He didn't do that. I mean, he did kind of say, and you know, you say, call you out. I don't think he called you out per se. It, maybe it felt that way to you because you tried something that did not work the way that you had kind of hoped it did. And yet, how do you know it didn't work? Like if you had, if you had gone at him hard, like you, like he thinks that you needed him to. Would it have given him the opportunity to recognize his ability to do that for himself? Right. That's a really good point. And he needed that empowerment. He needed to realize that, I mean, he's been working with you for two years. And every month for two years, you've been the guy on the ring saying, get up, Rocky. It's time to get up. You know, just do what you got to do and, and get up and do it. And this time you didn't. And he needed it. And so he found it in himself. That's what we want for our clients. Yeah. That's, that's really, really insightful because this was an accident on my end. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I really thought that I was like doing the best thing that I should 
-hmm. that moment. Mm -hmm. Granted, I've never done anything like that before. Um, so it was kind of like going into untested waters. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the next meeting I was like, well, crap, that backfired on me. Yeah. But, but actually looking back at it now, like, I think that it was actually a good thing that I did do that. Um, and it might be something that like, if I have a similar situation in the future, Mm -hmm. it might be something I even do intentionally. Yeah. Because, because it's, it's almost like that parent that's like, you know, you don't want to be that parent that's like super, super protective of your kids that never lets your kids fail. Right. You know, like that's essentially what I was trying to do, I think. Um, and if you allow your kid to fail and feel what actually doesn't work, then they all of a sudden know what does work. Yeah. Yeah. And and actually, I'm really glad you brought that up because before I had that insight, I was coming to mind when you were just kind of unpacking the scenario a little bit was that it was interesting that when he came to you and said, you know, something's not working. And I don't know if you shared it exactly how you did it or not. So this is not a critique of of your technique. Uh, But what you shared here was that you offered a solution. And I think that that's really interesting rather than saying, well, what about it worked before and what do you think is not working right now? Like actually helping him to pull out what what is different than before. Um, and I think sometimes myself included, by the way, uh, we we're so emotionally and personally invested in what we do with our clients that when something seems to not be working it's very easy for our um, our minds and our hearts to immediately go to the defensive mode. And, um, and I don't mean that in a like lashing out defensive. I just mean like a protective of our own selves defensive. Um, and it's like, okay, well, and, and we, we tend to then try to find the solution for them because that kind of makes us feel better because it's like, well, if, if what I'm doing right now isn't working, then my mind goes to, well, I'm the coach. I'm the one who's, quote, you know, help. I'm the helper in the situation. So I need to help them find that solution. And uh, I don't know if that was going on logically for you, emotionally for you, maybe subconsciously for you. I know that that, that has happened to me. And um, in fact, it happens to me almost every time there is a critique that comes. I've become a lot more aware of that. And so it's allowed me to just take a pause and say to myself, like, okay, are they critiquing what I'm doing? Or is this an opportunity for me to have them figure something out rather than me, you know, come up with that solution? So I have gotten better about asking a question or even just tell me more about that. You know, tell me a little bit more, helping them unpack that feeling or emotion that they're having. Uh, but I can tell you that even still, almost 100% of the time, my my psyche goes straight to, oh my gosh, it's something that I did wrong. Do you feel mm-hmm. like that was happening to you in that moment after after hearing some of what I just mentioned or am I absolutely off base? Just to clarify, yeah, you're talking about... Um when he came to me in a low place Initially. or when he came to me uh, back, when he came back to me after watching Rocky? Great question. Great clarification. Yes. I'm talking about the initial low place. Like, you know, yeah. I've, I've been doing well. Now something's not working. I'm, I'm in a funk type of thing. Yeah. I didn't necessarily think that I did anything wrong. I just thought that maybe doing a new perspective or a new way of doing things might help 
reignite the fire in some way. Right. But which, you came which, up with that, that, like you made that decision, right? Um, that's correct. And that's something that like looking back at it, like you're, you're absolutely right. Like, you know, what I should have done was asked him like, well, what's working, what's not working. I think I may even have done that, but I didn't dig into it, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I was like, okay, well, we need to find out something that's we need to find a solution because now we're, it's not just one time. It's, it's a couple of times now in mm -hmm. a row. Mm -hmm. um, and that is something that is very easy for us as coaches to, to fall into. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's very easy for us to just fix the problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> most of the time it's, that's not the answer. Right. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. I, but again, I mean, what you have done with this individual has got to be incredible because he has been able to identify what's bothering him. He feels very comfortable coming to you about that. And he also knows how to communicate that information, which again is, is absolutely incredible. I mean, you know, yeah. That, you, want to know that's else, you want to know what else is incredible? I would love to. This actually happened about five months ago. Okay. Um, I just haven't brought it up until now. Oh, okay. But it's it's been on my mind uh, ever since it happened. Wow. And I've like adjusted my how I handle my other clients with it too. Mm -hmm. Um. And fast forward five months, this client now just became debt free. Wow, that's incredible. So he did not yep. lose momentum. He actually picked it up. The fire was reignited. Mm-hmm. After that conversation, mm -hmm. you know, uh, which was huge. Well, if I may, it's because he wasn't bored. He wasn't, um, I don't think he was feeling disenfranchised or bored with, with the underlying reason for him doing this. He was bored with the process. And so right. it was all those little things that he was saying, you know, yeah, we, I was doing envelopes and I was doing this and I was doing that. But when he watched Rocky, like Rocky didn't talk about envelopes. Rocky didn't talk about money at all. He talked about, he didn't talk about anything, but what he demonstrated was the why, like the, who, who the heck is this guy? He's, he's someone who gets back up. He gets knocked down 400 times. He's going to get back up 401. And, um, that's what your client tapped into was the underlying mm -hmm. purpose for what he's doing. And that's what lit that fire. And then he was able to decide which of the processes were working and which ones are, am I able to be okay without? And that is how he then became debt-free all this few months later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's everything you talk about, Cody. You always talk about going back to the why. Mm -hmm. All the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. Well, that's cool. What a great success story that he was able to come out of that and, and be re reignited. And, and now, now that you have gained the insight from this episode about the empowerment piece, you know, how he had to figure that out himself, what are you going to do with that information? What are you going to do with that insight? I'm definitely going to keep that in my back pocket. Okay. Um, and apply it when I think it's necessary. Um, it's a little bit of a scary thing to do because it's like, you know, for example, um, I sell a six month program. People choose to go on beyond that if they'd like, mm -hmm. but I really have six months to kind of like 
make them make the decision of like, is it worth to keep going or not? Mm -hmm. And if it's during that six months and I'm just like, yeah, take it easy, man. That's kind of a vulnerable spot to put me as a coach, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But I think that if it's something to where I'm like, I see all the signs here, like lining up and this might be something that's valuable to them to allow them to fail so that they can see what does and does not work so that they can then come back and be like, okay, this, this does work Mm -hmm. and then hit it again. That can be really powerful for, for everyone involved. Yeah. So to answer your question, I'm definitely going to put it in my back pocket and, uh, that lucky client who gets to see it next. I'm wondering what you're going to do. I'm wondering what you're going to do with it, with the client that we're talking about now. Mm. (laughs) I might even just bring that up. And what would be the purpose of that? Just to kind of show them that like, you know, it, it, it does get tough and mm-hmm. you do get knocked down. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you keep going and, and you trust the process and you keep showing up for yourself, you'll get there, you know, and, and sometimes it's okay for you to hit quote unquote rock bottom, even though it wasn't rock bottom, but like, you know, he probably felt like that. He probably, he was very, he was in a very low point, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, And I think that it's important for him to just recognize that that was actually probably a really critical component to his success. Okay. What, what else was a really critical component to his success in that moment? Oh, you're making me think Maria. (laughs) I'm sorry. I can give you the answer I'm looking for. If you're looking, if you want, I, I, and by the way, I mean, whatever answer you give is awesome. I'm not specifically seeking yeah, well, a different why answer. You, but why don't you fill me in on what you're, what you're kind <laughs> just of Just for the sake of our listeners. Um, yeah. I'm, I just think it's super important for him to recognize his ability to do his own thinking, to do his own uh, redirecting, mm. to do his own problem solving in that moment. Uh, it's one thing to have people realize that, yeah, we have to hit rock bottom because, you know, unless you unless you have enough pain, you're not going to want to change. There's all of that. But the empowering piece of this one for him, I think, is that he didn't need you in that moment. And it wasn't until you accidentally and almost unintentionally allowed him to not have you come up with the solution that he had to realize that he had that in himself, that he realized what he most needed. And so I just think it's really important for, for you to be able to go back and let him relive that and just be like, Hey, do you remember when, and and you you kind of relay that out for him. And you did that. You did that without the help of a coach. You recognize this. And and that is huge from it's huge progress from two years ago and just help him see that progress. Um, because it's not just about being debt free. That's a huge celebration. And it's something that is, you know, yes, let's, let's absolutely celebrate it, but that will be fleeting. Mm-hmm. Unless he gets himself back into a bunch of debt and then he can have that rush again. But if that's right. the rush he's chasing, and I mean this seriously, if if that's the rush he's chasing, then he absolutely will go back into debt so that he can chase that rush again. Yeah, he's he's not. We actually had that conversation when we met last. 
Mm -hmm. Um, He's definitely in the mindset of like, cool, got that done. Feels great. Love it. I'm on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And it's in my journey is not ending here. Like it's just beginning. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, And you're right. That is a very empowering thing, you know, for him to, to see that kind of growth, not only on a spreadsheet or in his bank account, yep, but to really see that growth within himself throughout the process, yeah, is pretty awesome. Yep, and I and I totally would agree with that. I might even send him this podcast. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's exciting. He can know that he's he's a part of our of our journey here. Um, yeah, I think it is really important because he did do some incredible stuff and. Um, I mean, he may decide to be connected with you for a really, really long time, but I want him to realize that even in the absence of you as a coach for him, he, he is learning what it takes and and he has that. And so I just think that's, it's a huge testament to him. It's a huge testament to you. And I really do appreciate you bringing this on the podcast today. So we could unpack that a little bit. Yeah, totally. Well, Thanks for weighing in. You bet. I definitely got some insights out of that. Oh, good, good. Me too. For sure. Me too. And and I think it's just that that gentle reminder that we are all we are all vulnerable and privy to that. That privy is such the wrong word there, but definitely vulnerable to the that defense mechanism as coaches that I think does happen for us to, to help protect our ego a little bit. And I think that that's one of those things that gets glossed over a lot because it doesn't, it doesn't sound nice and it doesn't sound professional, uh, but it's real and it's raw. And that's what we do here. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys, thanks again for listening. This has been a, a really great um, wrap up to, I think to a great um, series that we've been talking about just different things that are happening with our clients and, and, goals and, and uh, just lots of stuff that we've talked about over the last few weeks, I think have been um, super, super cool. So I appreciate you bringing up this one very vulnerable topic that has more of a, an example for people than it is actual tips. I, this was fun for me. I hope mm-hmm. it was also for you. Oh, it definitely was. Awesome. All right, you definitely. guys have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our host by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.